Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, Locked On Cardinals, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Follow him at Bob Brock. Doesn't he look spry? Uh, how old? How old is Mister Gray? Is he? Is he six weeks yet? My son is seven weeks. Okay, you mean a month and three weeks, Bo? You promised me you were going to go weeks. Immediately, uh, you went weeks. Sorry, man. I apologize. Tired. I said, Clancy. I said I'm going to ditch the months at a year. I'll, I'll ditch. Oh, I don't okay. know where you ditch the weeks. Okay. I'll probably enough. ditch the weeks at two months. How's that okay, sound? Fair enough. That's eight weeks. I don't know if you knew that. At Clancy's Corner, uh, for me, follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Please go to YouTube and subscribe. Um, thank you to everybody who watches. We premiere them at 12 o'clock Pacific time as of now. Uh, seems to be a good time for everybody. And uh, yeah, we're having a good job. We're having a good time doing this. And this offseason has not been short of storylines. And today is no different. Larry Fitzgerald Sr. speaks. What the hell does that mean? We have an interesting throwdown Thursday uh, surrounding a couple trade prospects for the Cardinals' potential. And let's just do this right now. I'm, I'm really curious. First of all, this episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by Peacock and Williamson. These dudes, Brian Peacock from Locked On 49ers, Matt Williamson was a scout in the NFL for a decade. It's been around the game for decades longer. Uh, they do a daily podcast, all the NFL top stories, everything. Go check them out, Peacock and Williamson, on the Locked On Podcast Network. Okay. The Cardinals play the Dallas Cowboys tomorrow. The Cardinals' streak of not playing the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys is now at two because Dak Prescott is out. If you saw the Dallas Cowboys tweet from their account yesterday, don't worry. Dak Prescott's just getting an MRI. Nothing to worry about, nothing to see here. That was Jerry Jones saying, tweet this. <laughs> um, Bo, I want to I shift it asking it this way because obviously this is not Locked on Cowboys. He's got a shoulder injury. Okay. Carson Wentz got suspended, got uh, extended early from Philly. They thought it was a genius move. Get ahead of the quarterback payment curve. That didn't work out, obviously. Is there going to come a point and will it hit potentially with Kyler Murray next year that teams are a little bit more hesitant to give all this money to a quarterback who has some sort of injury before the extension comes into play? It doesn't just end at uh, at Carson Wentz. I mean, Deshaun Watson got a lucrative deal. They're trying to navigate that. You had uh, Jared Goff. You know, the LA Rams are eating a bunch of money. He's now playing for a different team. It, I mean, if you look at the second contracts that have been recently signed, since it became trendy for the quarterback contract, the rookie quarterback contract that became so, uh, you know, in vogue or whatever, and, and you look at, uh, you know, Russell Wilson worked out pretty well, right? But they've they've had to get real creative as far as surrounding him with the talent, and they had to say goodbye to a lot of key defensive players, um, you know, in the next couple seasons after that, after paying Russ. So it it, it is an interesting debate. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys were already kind of stretched thin on talent on the defensive side of the football already. So I don't know. I mean, it, it, there, there's a couple different things here. Dak Prescott came back. He's coming back from the gruesome leg injury. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he hasn't been able to keep up with his throwing program. He's going to have a sore arm. 
I'm sure it's precautionary. I mean, it could be something else. You very rarely see like quarterback arm injuries. It's not like a pitcher in baseball. It's a completely different throwing motion. But I don't think it's a cautionary. I mean, it's more of a cautionary tale with the with the other guys we mentioned than Dak Prescott. I think I, I don't. Mike McCarthy. If you you haven't watched the Hard Knocks yet, you'll see he has like no control over Dak Prescott. He really does. There's no like relationship there. There's there's they they have like zero synergy. And he's gonna go, he goes over there and like, hey, why don't you, why don't you sit this one out? He's like, no, like I would hope that Cliff Kingsbury would say if Cliff if if Kyler Murray was dealing with a, a sore throwing shoulder, he would do what Bruce Arians did with Carson Palmer and just take him out of the out of the reps. It's just not worth it at this point. Dak yeah. Prescott knows the offense. Kyler Murray knows the offense. If there was any kind of issue precautionary or, you know, could be serious. There's no messing around, especially this time of year. It's not worth it. Agreed. Um, but I don't think it, I don't think it, uh, I don't parlay it with the, with the contract extension. Well, I don't, but, yeah. but here's the thing. Like you brought up two interesting ones. Deshaun Watson obviously is an outlier because that was completely off the field. He did tear his ACL his rookie year and still got a contract a couple of years later, but, uh, he was, he was removed from that for a couple of years. Um, when has given when has it worked when a quarterback has been given all of that money? When has it worked and turned into a Super Bowl? And I Just, know that it's I know it's a Tom Brady thing where you know Brady made every one and uh, that was it. And like people say that he took pay cuts, all of his money was guaranteed, you know. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like you know he you you didn't look at the big number, you looked at the guaranteed number, and the guaranteed number was also the number at the end for Brady. So. He was always paid handsomely, but he was never given forty million dollars a year until he went to Tampa Bay and they won a Super Bowl. Like, Bo, it's never worked ever. Once you give once you give a quarterback thirty percent of the salary cap, you don't win Super Bowls. Well, that's not that's not the case. I mean, Carson Wentz and, and Jared Goff were like fourteen and fifteen percent respectively. Like that, and that's a big chunk. That's a big chunk to have to navigate around, especially when you're trying to fill out. 53 man roster. But you know, and, and you're right. I mean, this is a this is a new era. This is this became trendy after Russell Wilson. And then you started to see teams when there was the slotted contracts come into play and rookies were going to make this much. And you could you could you knew that. This is we're seeing how, you know, right now, you're right. What's what has worked? I think you could say, you know, you pre- feel pretty confident that Patrick Mahomes is a good deal. He already made it back to a Super Bowl. The money's going to start to kick in here pretty soon. Um, Mitchell Trubisky didn't even make it to his. Uh, Blake Bortles, I didn't make it to another contract. I mean, th- you'd be hard pressed to find any first round quarterback that's successfully on his second contract. But I think that's just a testament to how tough this league is. Um, Jimmy G got paid, took the Niners to a Super Bowl, or was part of that Super Bowl team. I think you could point to that. Um, but yeah, it, it's tough because we're still early. Like we're still seeing, you know, we're still compiling the data and the numbers don't, don't look good for paying anybody, but what's the, what's the, what do you do? What's, what's the option B? You like, it, it comes off as collusion, but it's like, you know what? There's going to be a cap to how much one person can get paid. And I, like, and it, it's so it sounds so dumb, and it takes all the fun away from what we do. It's like, oh my god, two hundred fifty million. Like we're gonna gawk at the numbers all the time, but we're now seeing the transition between old school 
of there being three dominant quarterbacks and everybody else to now where legitimately 10 quarterbacks could take his team to a Super Bowl, which is ridiculous when you look at how many talented quarterbacks there are in the league now, especially with this new day and age of football. It's completely different. You but skill sets are right? different. It's, yeah, of point. course it is. But the but but the league needs to catch up. Like it is jettisoning uh organizations once you pay your quarterback this much money. It just is. That's what we've seen. And sure, there's a lot that goes into it, but building a roster with talented players is difficult. Say you draft two first round picks and two second round picks that make it, you may have to say goodbye to two of them. I don't, I don't know if I necessarily agree with just the paying a quarterback. I think it's interesting on the second contract that they sign that we're, we're not seeing a lot of success. Yeah, on that's that. what I'm talking about. Very low batting average because, you know, even with the Ravens had some success, at least getting back to the postseason with Joe Flacco, even though, like, he wasn't that good of a quarterback, but he signed at the time one of the most historically uh, lucrative deals for the quarterback position. I, you know, it's... Aaron Rodgers has been paid handsomely. You know, that's worked How's out. How's that worked? It's fine. I mean, but look, I mean, it's the same thing. Tom Brady has monopolized going to the Super Bowl, at least on the AFC side for so long. And then on the NFC side, you know, you're looking for, uh, you know, who has really which teams and what, what, what's what been the blueprint for success, consistent success. I don't think that there's any one way, but here's the thing. It's the most important position in sports. And you're damned if you do, if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Like you have to take care of these guys. As far as capping it, there's no way that they're going to do that. And it, and like I said, you know, in two years, the salary cap is going to be 230 million dollars. So it's going to be the same amount of money. It's just the market's going to change a little bit, but it's going to stay the same for the most part. As far as what, how much of a chunk of that salary cap Kyler Murray is going to take? And I'm going to I'm going to piggyback what Ian Rappaport said on our, our podcast a week ago, and it was a really good podcast. Check it out last Tuesdays. Ian Rappaport said it's a good thing for both parties if Kyler Murray signs a lucrative extension. Right. I just don't. I understand. Like you see all these deals, and you're like, man, that sucks. But you have to have a quarterback in order to succeed, and you have to figure out if he's the guy. And you have the only way to do that is to to keep going with him. And if he prove he hasn't proven you to be a fool yet. You just keep going on with it until you figure out, hey, he can't make that key throw in the Super Bowl to win it like Jimmy G did. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Like, And we'll, this is a good transition. Does the quarterback have to be the best player on the team for you to win a Super Bowl? Does he? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, that hasn't been the case for Larry Fitzgerald's pretty much entire career here in Arizona. His dad spoke, and it's interesting. His When his dad speaks, people listen. We'll he talk tweeted. about. He spoke through. Are we going to really going to do this? Eleven minutes in on a Thursday. Alex Clancy Bobrock, follow him at Bobrock. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Larry Fitzgerald Senior tweeted better. We'll talk about that next. Locked on Cardinals. But first, RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com, family-owned business. They've been online for twenty years. Bo, I have RockAuto.com up right now. I'll be purchasing my tail lamps right after the show. I don't have to go to a chain store from because it monsoon here in Arizona for like eight hours last night. The whole state pretty much washed away. Um, so I don't want to leave my car. I don't want to leave my place. I mean, rockauto.com has got you covered. Just go in, search, boom, colors, whatever. You can figure out exactly what you want online. The prices are reliably low. You don't get upcharged if you're not a manufacturer, which is fantastic. Go to uh, rockauto.com. 
right? Locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Second segment, Locked On Cardinals, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Go to YouTube, subscribe, like. It'll give you a notification whenever the new podcast is up. Coming up tomorrow with the uh, first preseason game for the Cardinals, we'll be doing a quick live uh, reaction, whether it be midway through the third or after the game, depending on when um, when the deep stringers go in. Uh, we'll probably do 10 or 15 minutes and do a full recap on Monday. Real football is here. you know. 36 hours away from Arizona Cardinals football. Kyler Murray's going to get some snaps. It'll be interesting to see. Larry Fitzgerald will not be on the field as of now unless there's a huge change of course in the next 36 hours. But his dad spoke via Twitter yesterday, Bo, and this was in response to initial tweet of his that was responded saying, well, I guess we're not going to find out anything about Larry Fitzgerald. And this was Larry Fitzgerald was senior's uh, response, you believe in miracles, question mark. Uh, okay, I, I mean, it still dumbfounds me that we don't know yet. And I know that I've brought up the question consistently, when does this become selfish? And I think we're there now. No. I think we're there. No. Because he knows how much he means to the state of Arizona, even though he's going to be the wide receiver four if he comes back. I think we're I think we're there. I think we're close what to is, what is selfish about it? Make a decision. Make a decision. The what season it, almost started. What would a decision mean for the organization right now? Closure or excitement? All all things that really don't matter at the end of the day. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald, when he if he signs a deal, if he signs a deal, and, and I want to get to his dad's tweet in a second here, but if he signs a deal, he'll be ready to go. He knows this offense. He can walk in off the street. And he can return to his slot wide receiver position and make plays. Like there's there's no problem about it. like he, he can block well and he can you know he's sure handed as they come. I I don't understand like they don't need him to come and play and, and play one snap for the Dallas Cowboys or go out there and and crush his body leading up to the regular season. I'm not saying he's going to play in the preseason. Yes, I'm just saying make a decision. This shows the weakness of Steve Kime. It's like Steve like any G no GM would be like you know what. Let me know whenever we're good. We'll be fine. Let me know whenever. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that Fitz. Again, I have to give this disclaimer. I understand how important he is to the organization and the state and the history. He's the most important athlete to ever play for an Arizona team. I completely understand that. Okay. And he has every right to take as long as he wants. It's the 2021 season is starting, Bo. This isn't like it's June. You like this is first of all, it makes Steve Kime look bad, in my opinion, because he obviously shows that he has no control over the situation. And closure or excitement, this is the best time for it. You don't want it in like week three. Oh, he's come, oh, he's retiring. Who cares at that point? We need to like I think we need to know, in my opinion. It's time. You need to know. That's just be honest. Let's be one hundred percent. Also, it's not yeah. that big of a deal either way, in my opinion, as of now. Well, and that's how you should that's how you should feel about it. Okay? This is this is therapy right now because Jesus. you are you're, you're having like some sort of you're, you're up and worked into a frenzy over this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he suits up week 1 of the preseason, any of the practices. It could be like a Shane Falco. He could be scrubbing barnacles off a boat and then show up at halftime. Anybody and else week- have anything to do that Saturday? 
a Tennessee Titans game in Nashville. He could do that. He's fine. And, and as far as his, if this was three seasons ago, and his impact was a lot more is was a lot bigger than it is what it's going to be this season, then I would I would probably agree with you. But it's not like as you said, his role on this team. We know what it's going to be when he comes back. So it's not. I don't think it's paramount that he gets back, you know, signed and in a uniform and back. And I don't think it's disrespectful. I don't think that it's selfish. I mean, there are certain guys that have earned the right to do whatever they want at certain stages in their career. Guy, there and there's there there's only a few of them, and Larry Fitzgerald is one of those guys. If this now, wasn't the Arizona Cardinals, this wouldn't be flying right now. You know that, though, right? I disagree. It happens in it happened in Green Bay. I mean, you, with you, who? You know, with Brett Favre. Brett Favre was a quarterback. It's completely different. Go at the quarterback. It's one hundred percent different. It would be way different. No, it would be worse different if it was the quarterback position. Larry Fitzgerald's impact as a fourth wide receiver on this team. It's fine. It's minimal impact right now. If he could just become the guy that they said that they're waiting on and the ball's in his court, that they love his sure-handedness and that they can rely on him for a big catch, that's all they need. They, they don't need him to be wide receiver one. They don't need him to be wide receiver two. They don't need him to be wide receiver three. But if a he came in, it would be a big boost whenever it happened. A byproduct of this is it's going from he's not in the spotlight to he is in the spotlight. That's a byproduct. Of him waiting longer and longer. So everything that he said, and Bobby Mack put it the best. I remember wow. he was on he was on the afternoon show here uh, in Phoenix. He was like, when Larry Fitzgerald retires, he always said he just wanted to walk off into the sunset. Right. No, no podium. No, attempts, no nothing. Okay. Yeah. But you got, I mean, we, we got to know what the finish line is. Like, I understand that this is the culmination of February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Seven months of this crap. Okay. He can do, like, fit whatever his decision is, fantastic. Happy for you, whatever. This no longer is, I'm thinking about my future. This is either indifference or this is the spotlight is coming back. And he doesn't want to leave it. How much really talked about it? How much have we, like, does it, so is much. it, is it a headline? It's barely. I would say as far, if there was a depth chart that existed, as far as topics that we've covered this offseason, we like sometimes we'll circle back to Fitz. Like I don't think it's it hasn't been that top of mind considering the impact that he's made on this community that he's made on this team. That's not what we're because talking we know about. what his role would be. And also let me let me point this out. I want to get this in real quick as far as his dad's tweet. And I'll bring it back up here. What was the I don't know what the context was. You believe in miracles? Football emoji, uh, thumbs up emoji, and then clock emoji. Let me tell you this. I had I was fortunate enough to talk to Archie Man Manning the the final season of Peyton Manning's career. And there was a lot of speculation. Was he going to retire? His dad didn't know. Does your dad know what you're doing right now? Does your dad know what your your future plans are? D does my mom doesn't know? Like I don't keep them a like. I I love them, and they use like if I'm going to do something monumental in my career, I'll I'll tell them so they're not the last to know. But I don't think Larry Fitzgerald Senior knows. Any more than you and I do about what Larry Fitzgerald's going to do? Do you? I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I you like. Do it, care. No, you I do don't. Care. You it, care it, more it, than I do. Larry, you're the uh, one Larry, that's saying it's Larry. selfish. You're the one that's saying it's selfish. I, and, I think it's selfish. But I don't understand why. Because it's you. 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 You know what his role is going to be. 
you this know, is I mean, turning into a Larry Fitzgerald story that but he it's didn't not. that he didn't want it to turn into. Where is the headline on in the in AZ Central? You know what the headline is? It's every single Arizona Cardinals fan that's watched him bud into this all world, all pro star of the last seventeen or eighteen years that want to know. And think if he about, says it's it's for the fans, it's for the community, it's for the team, then show it. Think about what's top of mind for Arizona Cardinals fans right now. It's not Larry Fitzgerald. It's Oh man, I can't wait for them to open up the preseason tomorrow. Kyler Murray is our quarterback. That's what's top. It's that's like what eighty twenty. What's like the 80, 20? twenty? Twenty is about Larry Fitzgerald's future. Eighty percent is about the upcoming and season. Who cares? Then who cares? The majority is the excitement of the season, and then everybody. I think people would if if Larry Fitzgerald just quietly just faded into the into retirement. People are like, okay, thank you for everything. If he came back, people. So like, you just think he's not going to say anything? And we're just going to find out one way or the other, like eight weeks think, from now. I think that's a very real possibility. Like that's when, Larry, when Larry Fitzgerald's on the Fox, you know, NFL set, and we're like, "Well, what the hell?" Just like he was randomly on the match uh, with Phil Mickelson and and Bryson and and uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. It's like, is he already started his other career? It's possible. Like, How do you do? Like, How do like you do? <laughs> How do you do? Alex Clancy, Bulbrock, Locked On Cardinals. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Follow no, me Larry at Corner. Slander on this show. It's not slander. <laughs> Damn it. Follow you him at Bob. Threw, you just threw an immense amount of shade on Fitz just then. I just think it's it's borderline selfish at this point. That's all. That's all. I would love to see him back at, at number 11, uh, you know, on the field for 35% of the snaps or whatever. However, Cliff Kingsbury wants to misuse him. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Throwdown Thursday, part two, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Coming up yeah. next, Bo, bet online. Talk about it. I'm an overwhelming favorite on betonline.ag <laughs> in the upcoming th Throwdown Thursday segment. You've got a pair of games tonight that you can get some action on. How about the Washington football team plus one or the Pittsburgh Steelers? They're one-point dogs against the Philadelphia Eagles. WFT, they are playing, uh, I'm sorry, WTF. No, WFT, sorry. They're playing the New England Patriots. My Stay God. Oh, man, my my bad. Uh, if you want to get in on some preseason action, build that stack for the regular season. Bet online is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You, of course, got the Arizona Cardinals game tomorrow. They're one-and-a-half-point favorites against the Dallas Cowboys. As we said, Dow, uh, Dak Prescott not in the lineup. Before those uh, footballs are kicked off, before the next pitch in Major League Baseball, head over to Bet Online on your laptop, your cell. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in as your team preps for the regular season. Head to the website, use your cell, sign up today, receive a 50% welcome bonus. That means you can play with free money. You put in 50 bucks, you get $25 to play around with and build your stack. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Final segment, Locked on Cardinals, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. I love Larry Fitzgerald, okay? Like, and all joking aside, I just think, like, that's just how I, like, it's the culmination of months and months of this. And I know it's he's he'd probably be on the depth chart between Colt McCoy and Chris Trevler. Okay? That's all. Um, that's all. You know, the, the 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 second and a half string quarterback on the on the most important things we've talked about this offseason. Bo, throw down Thursday. You brought this up. Okay. I think this is a very, very good one. Why don't you take the reins here? And don't don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. And like and follow him at Bob Rack and follow me at Clancy's Corner. Bo, let it rip. <laughs> All right. So earlier this week, 
second-year cornerback C.J. Henderson and came out that there are, things are not right in Jacksonville and that he might want out after just one season with the team and that the team might be willing to oblige and put him on the trade block. And then also it came out with some cryptic tweets. Man, is that a trendy thing to do? We had Larry Fitz Sr. putting one out. We've had Chandler Jones all offseason long. Now we've got uh, Michael Thomas throwing shade on the organization that's paid him handsomely. He decided to get his surgery most recently. He's going to miss some time for the Saints, but could he be available? Two spots that I think a lot of people are always quick to connect the dots with the Arizona Cardinals are the cornerback in the wide receiver spot. Even though there's encouraging things in training camp, Rondell Moore and, and A.J. Green. So the Throwdown Thursday debate today, if the Arizona Cardinals were to inquire or acquire one of these guys, C.J. Henderson, second-year corner out of Florida, or Michael Thomas, the slot god, which player <laughs> should they go after? Do you want me to go? Because I yeah. don't think we decided who either was going to take. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take. Yeah, I'm going to take. My, I'm going to say Michael Thomas, and there's a couple reasons why. Okay, so C.J. Henderson seems to be the obvious one. Well, you probably have to give up a second round pick or potentially a first for a guy that went top ten a couple of years ago. No injury concerns, making you know very little money. I'll let you get into that. Michael Thomas doesn't want to play in New Orleans anymore. It's pretty obvious when you wait to put off and you put off a surgery, so where you're going to miss part of the regular season, you've just gotten paid, and your all-world quarterback, who obviously was a shell of himself last year, is no longer playing for the organization, and you have to decide between catching passes from Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston, he would be a perfect candidate to ball the hell out in Arizona. Now, you look at DeAndre Hopkins, unhappy. Boom, crushed it last year. And we're going to see even more from him uh, this year. A.J. Green got out of a bad situation. Will crush it this year, in my opinion. 800 yards and five touchdowns, at least, from A.J. Green. Bad organization coming into the light in Arizona. Michael Thomas, even though he makes a lot of money, and even though he has injury concerns now, I would much rather take a proven entity and overpay him a little bit to tie him up with DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray and... Just ball the hell out on the offensive side of the ball. Because once again, my platform for running for office is if Cliff Kingsbury, if the off, if the offense isn't the strength for the Arizona Cardinals, what the hell is Cliff Kingsbury doing here? You can take your rook or your second year guy who obviously has issues somewhere that we don't know about. I will take a guy who may have a little bit of an ego, can't guard Mike on Twitter, pair him up with DeAndre Hopkins, and again, ball the hell out on the offensive side of the ball with Kyler Murray throwing the passes. Nobody can guard Mike right now. He can't get on the playing field. He hasn't been on the playing field for a long time. He got paid. He's making a lot of money. As you mentioned, he's going to make over $24 million the next three seasons uh, starting in 2022. And he's a guy that commands the football in order for Michael Thomas to make an impact in the game. He's got to get a ton of targets. Look at his target shell, 149, uh, in uh, 185, I'm sorry, 185 targets in 2019, 147 targets in 2018, 149 targets previous season. There's there's no way that they can make Michael Thomas happy, even though he'd be making a ton of money. Uh, he's he's already making a ton of money in New Orleans. He's, just, he's a diva. I don't want a – he doesn't fit the criteria that the Arizona Cardinals have had at the wide receiver spot. DeAndre Hopkins fits that. Larry Fitzgerald absolutely is the is the gold standard. Michael Thomas isn't. He's already wearing thin in New Orleans. And uh, I 
I don't want anything to do with Michael Thomas. I think that he he's probably pretty close to being washed. You know, I don't know. It was very interesting the timing as far as when he decided to get his ankle worked on. And then you look at the what the Cardinals' biggest need is, and it's cornerback. The Arizona Cardinals, C.J. Henderson. I, I, yeah, he's not a proven commodity, but a lot of people saw him as the top corner on the board in the 2020 draft. And Jacksonville took him ninth overall. I mean, this is a guy that uh, could enter the mix with guys like Marco Wilson and Tay Gowan and Byron Murphy and be the future of your secondary along with Buda Baker. I mean, that's pretty simple to me. When you look at it, Michael Thomas is not going to garner a first-round pick. With his injury concerns and how much money he's made and how much money he's making, you could probably get away with a second and a fourth or maybe just a third, and you can keep your first-round pick and draft a corner then. That's what I see. And also with the Cardinals, you need some... I completely agree with DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald. 100% agree with you. Could use a little diva here too. Just a little. Not enough to piss people off. Not an Antonio Brown level. But Michael Thomas isn't full Antonio Brown. Michael Thomas is just enough to where you piss off opposing corners. You get just a little more cojones in the wide receiver room. And just mix things up a little bit. The Cardinals need some... You know, and and they don't they don't have it everywhere. They have it on defense. They don't necessarily have it on offense right now, just with the personalities. And it's not a bad thing, but it'd be nice to have. And I'd be happy to overpay. You trade for him. You have him restructure. He retires a cardinal. You hope DeAndre Hopkins retires a cardinal. Kyler Murray in perpetuity. You could have the best quarterback wide receiver one two punch in the NFL for the next five years. Well, it'd be at one two three, right? But. C.J. Henderson, so what do you think that he would command? Because if you look at it... Probably a first. There is a... No, no chance. You couldn't even get a first for a former first-round quarterback less than one year removed from him being drafted top 10. Josh Rosen, he's the proof. There's a precedent for that. I think that you know he got a a pick at the end of the second round from the Miami Dolphins. So would you trade right now a third or second-round pick for C.J. Henderson? It's not going to be a third year out of your mind. He's only making $7 million total for the next three years combined. That's the inherent value. He's already on the trade block, and he's barely been in the building for 365 days. Yeah, but this is... I mean, I feel like they want Tim Tebow to play corner. You know, they're going to have him play anywhere. It doesn't matter who's good on that roster. If Urban Meyer... It's like Urban Meyer said, you know what? I didn't recruit him. Not my guy. I didn't recruit him. Like he's still at Ohio State. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, locked on Cardinals. Um, I'm what nine and zero and throw it on Thursday. Um, we're gonna wrap up tomorrow with Johnny Venerable from Revenge of the Birds. Previewing. He had a he had a, he had a corner option for the Cardinals. Maybe we can get into that tomorrow. He's out of his mind. Also, yeah, he is absolutely out of his mind. And I will message, I will DM him on Twitter and tell him so. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, locked on Cardinals. Johnny Venerable, Revenge of the Birds. Previewing the Cardinals first. Preseason game against the Dakless Dallas Cowboys. We'll do all that and more tomorrow. Locked on Cardinals.